0: Welcome to another episode of the Multiversity Manga Club. I am your host, Emily, and I am joined as always by my co-hosts, Walter and Zach. What's going on?
1: Not a lot. <laughs> Enjoying the uh, Dragons and Zombies show.
0: Dragons and Zombies show. Oh,
1: um, Game, Game of Yu-Gi-Oh. Thrones. Oh, 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 I thought oh, you meant... And Yu-Gi-Oh, that too.
2: <laughs> the OG I- Dragons and Zombies show yeah
0: yes yes i am enjoying game of thrones too for a second i thought you were talking about dragon ball super i guess um, i was like dragons okay dragons check zombies
1: i guess that could I apply to know. a few things so yeah but we are enjoying dragon ball super as well we're big yeah. into the goku black arc Ooh, yes that's the best arc
0: yeah so here yeah we like it um at least I do because we're both excited to see um, Super Saiyan Rose.
1: We're almost we, there.
0: We just like we just like the pink hair Goku. It, that's all it is, I,
1: and it's so cool.
0: It's so cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I saw you. Uh, I think one of you were ranking the Super Saiyan forums on Twitter <laughs> a few weeks ago, and I think there was some question about whether Rose should count, and I really think it should, and it's the best. Oh, yeah, but, um, I think-
0: I think we agreed well I think Walter started it and then some other people chimed in, but I think we said like Super Saiyan two was the coolest and then Rose was in the top three or four. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what two was. I think it was just regular. I don't I don't remember.
1: I forget exactly.
0: But um yeah, we're enjoying that. Hmm. Also been – uh go oh, go ahead.
1: Oh I was just saying it's very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is it's Great. quality. Samasu nu- is
1: nuanced storytelling, complex characters.
0: Zamasu is fairly interesting for a Dragon Ball character. That's true. I mean, as far as villains go, I think he's definitely probably the most interesting one so far. Um, I don't even really know. I mean, there's the element of mystery to him that's that you don't really get it with anybody else except for maybe Cell a little bit. Yeah. And even that is just kind of like, how did Cell get here? <clears throat> and how did Cell get everyone's powers? Though maybe they... I think I mean they find that out before they fight him like Yeah, they, they really. uh, somebody tells I think
1: they him. like know
0: they know that he has that absorbed there
1: and he's, like, he's made.
2: Made
0: like, from um, their cells, yeah. literally, yeah. yeah.
2: It's, uh, it's been a really long time since I've watched that arc. But, yeah, same but here. But I, if, if I remember... Well, not the cell arc, the the, the Goku oh, Black oh. arc. But I, I seem to remember that the way that they handle time travel in that arc was really good. Um, in fact, I think there, there's an episode where one of the characters explains it on a whiteboard or something. And it was just, <laughs> like... Oh, this actually makes a lot of sense and works really well. This is very smart.
0: I hope it was Whis.
2: <laughs> I, it, I, I honestly I think it was. was. Yeah, I think it was.
0: We just love Beerus and Whis. Beerus is like one of the bet, like top three best Dragon Ball characters. I think top five, maybe.
2: I agree. It's wild yeah. that Super is as good as it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. it
1: has no right to be as good no. as it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is, and a large
1: part of it, I think, is just because Beerus and Weiss are such great additions yeah, to the cast. Yeah, and
0: their English voices are really good, too. Yeah,
2: yeah, isn't Beerus, um, he is someone that I know. Um, I know that I've,
1: I've looked it up like a billion times uh, because, I. yeah, we just...
0: I don't think he's somebody that I was super familiar okay, with. Okay, maybe not. Jason Douglas. No, Jason maybe I'm Douglas. thinking of
1: Weiss then.
0: Weiss, Weiss is somebody. He was Krieg name. in
1: Borderlands 2.
0: Okay. So so Weiss is okay. um, voiced by Ian Sinclair. He's He was like Dandy in Space Dandy. He was...
1: Oh, that's right. Oh, he uh, he was in The Leftovers. Might be where you know him from, Zach, since you're a big Leftovers
2: What? Sport. Really? Okay, I need to look into that. That's not what I was thinking of. Um, for some he reason, was, I thought Steve... Looks like Bloom he was only in one episode, voice, though. Okay, voice for some bears. reason, I was... Ah, oh, okay. For some reason, no. I was thinking Steve Bloom vo- voiced one of those characters, but that's way off.
1: Right.
0: Hmm. Yeah, he he's kind of a jack of all trades. Well, I mean, he mostly does voice acting, but he's been in some like kind of big deal stuff. And he's in No Country for Old Men. So, like,
1: oh yeah, that's he I mean. was like
0: he was just a random he was a random kind of like background guy, but still. But, yeah, do we want to get into it or? Yeah, I think yes Go from one
1: extremely serious uh anime to (laughs) a slightly less serious manga
0: (laughs) yes this is this is like you know nothing compared to the drama of of dragon ball um yeah so this month was was my pick uh two year eternity by yoshitoki oima three volumes and um this was this was quite different from the last work we read of hers um Which was a silent voice and which largely dealt with, you know, elementary school uh, and bullying. This story is about a mysterious immortal entity that is sent to Earth, becomes different. uh, Well, first it starts as a non-living thing and then it becomes living things by kind of touching them and interacting with them. And its purpose is to learn about the world. And it kind of gains some purpose as it does this. And I don't know, guys, I don't even want to get too much into the story without saying that this was like, this was great. I love this so much. <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know. It, 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 I think it just immediate, I think it has such a great immediate hook of that first chapter. Yeah. Just kind of this mysterious, uh, I guess, premise but you can tell it has this really strong emotional core, which was just like catnip to me basically. And yeah, I just kind of ate it up. So that was like right from the jump, it was, it was my thing. So yeah, I don't know if it was as immediately uh, appealing to you guys, but yeah, first impressions or initial comments.
2: Well, so I saw you getting really excited about it on Twitter and so <laughs> yeah. I I was very um I I got very excited and I was like, "Oh, this <laughs> this is this could be really good." And it was 1000% not what I expected at all. And I, oh, okay. I mean even even just that so that first chapter was was really good on its own right, but then yeah. It completely makes a like left turn into something different. And yeah. and every volume felt so different and interesting, yeah. but, but keeping that same yeah. core, it was yeah, I, I agree. It was very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because the first two volumes are fairly mysterious as to what this creature is and why it's here. And then by the third volume you kinda get into what is the central conflict of this creature's existence? And at first, I will say my first reservation was like, oh, I kind of liked not knowing why this this being existed and why it was kind of brought into the world. But then I, as I read more, I kind of realized, I was like, well, maybe he needs more conflict with like the circumstances of his own existence for the story to have more, I guess, thematic weight, if that makes sense.
1: Rather than just going from, from scene to scene. Scene basically. to scene, because
0: otherwise, like, yeah, because this also gives his life a little bit more meaning, right? Because well, I'm calling him he, because just skipping ahead a bit, he eventually, uh, this this being um, eventually takes the, the form of, mostly takes the form of a young boy uh, named, they, uh, people call him Fushi, which is, I think, a shortening of the Japanese word for immortal. Yeah, I believe um, so. Yeah. And so he's he's mostly known as as Fushi and mostly seen in this this form of the young boy and the wolf. So yeah, you you do kind of learn some and I don't think like the lore is too I don't think it ever becomes too kind of ponderous. You just kind of have this this being, this kind of hooded being that appears named the uh they call him the the beholder, I think, uh who says that he created Fushi and Fushi's goal is to Collect the data to preserve the world, basically, and we don't really know why. Except he's he's being attacked by these creatures who I don't like their localized name. They're called
1: what do they call <laughs> they're, them they're like?
0: called knockers.
1: <laughs> what knockers?
0: Which is, I was like, oh no, I'm just gonna think I'm gonna think of young Frankenstein every time now. <laughs> But what, and they even give
2: an explanation of why they're knockers. I can't remember what it is.
0: It's it's something like they're knocking on the doors of paradise. Yeah, like in a in trying a menacing to knock down
1: the doors. Yeah, okay, yeah, knocking yeah.
0: them down. They're they're kind of ambiguously evil.
1: They look like swamp thing a bit.
0: Yeah, they they mm. take on the form of right. They take on, like a
1: very plant like quality to them.
0: Yeah, there. they take on the they can steal like the forms that Fushi has and kind of convert them into a sort of like a plant approximation mm-hmm. of that form. And so these are kind of the, the main antagonists to him, though he does have some human uh, antagonists to deal with too. And so, <laughs> sorry, a weird picture just came up on the wiki. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, but, but first, first you run into people that kind of want to, Use use Fushi for his ability. I mean, they they realize he's immortal and what that could mean. You know, they can use him as some kind of immortal champion. They they you think can use maybe him as like
1: a training dummy in Mortal Kombat. You guys are on that Mortal Kombat train. We're,
0: we're on that Mortal Kombat Eleven train. It's very fun. And Fushi would never die in Mortal Kombat. That's true. Even you if you never finish him, even if you perform fatalities on him, he would just grow back. And I thought, <laughs> which which reminds me of like the first couple chapters where you see him die a couple times i thought were pretty effective like especially when he becomes the boy and you see like he dies in the snow he dies falling down a cliff he dies because he doesn't eat and he eventually has to learn to eat because he's not he's not used to having to do that to sustain himself and
1: uh before being just inanimate matter
0: right because i i loved how it started because it just says something like I just thought I thought the opening lines were very kind of evocative. It just said, "I wanted to, I, I made this thing, sent it to Earth, and I just wanted to see what it would do." Mm-hmm. Kind of, and I was like, "Wow, that's really." I don't know. This uh, Oima really has a has a knack for these kind of like, I don't know what to call it. Like, kind of, I want to say it almost has like a fairy tale beginning. And I don't really remember how a silent voice started. I mean, I'm sure it was way different than this, but like it. It just has a hook. Um,
1: well, that kind of leads into what I wanted to mention. Oh, go ahead. One of the things that struck me most is just, holy crap, does Oima have range? Like mm. this and a silent voice are so different, but they're yeah. they're both you know extremely good. Yeah. Like you know, uh, you often come across writers um, who maybe excel in a particular. Form of genre, and you know they might try out some other things here and there, and they might be good at them, but they you know excel more in one. Whereas you know we we talked when we, when we talked about a silent voice, if I remember correctly, we all loved it, thought it was like yeah
0: we fantastic it was,
1: yeah um this too it, it's yeah. like they are so incredibly different in yeah um, that just the nature of the story and and not just not just the setting or anything but like you know this has a bunch of action scenes yeah Uh, not not a not a ton right but significantly more than a silent voice
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean you don't have bears fighting humans right in a silent voice no
1: not often um every now and then
0: i mean and you have totally different like interactions between people i mean there's elements of like you know sexual relationships in this um i mean technically it's a Supposedly, I mean, it's 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 published in a shonen magazine, but I think, I think you could say this is probably more for like I don't know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds, more what? than the younger crowd. And not to say it's not appropriate for teens or anything. Um, I think it deals it it deals with a little bit more of a lofty subject matter than than a silent voice. Um, not that a yeah. silent voice was like you know s- trivial at all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like you said, Walter, the, the range of themes, it seems like she's willing and able to tackle is really impressive. And I think, I mean, I said earlier, like I I, I kind of just devoured this. I, I read past the three volumes we we set out to read this month and uh, went all the way up to, I'm almost done with volume seven, I think. Uh, and there are nine currently. <laughs> um, I think she's really, and, and she has been, she has been, um, you know, congratulated. She's she's received awards and such and and acclaim. But I think she is kind of like a little bit unsung as far as like the big, big mangaka you hear about. Um, I kind of I just I just kind of wish more people were talking yeah, about like, this because it's, it's it's yeah. so good to the point where I'm like, why are more people talking about it? It's wow. That brings, <laughs> to, it
2: brings me to a point that I kind of wanted to talk about um, in that. I so I actually got this as part of a humble bundle a while back ago. Yeah. Uh, There, uh, um, this is, is this Kodansha that published this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was like a Kodansha humble bundle. And I, I mean, it looked interesting. Yeah. But, but I think I dismissed it and, and really a lot of the things that I got from that bundle just because it came from kodansha which you know i don't think poorly of kodansha but i do think like i have been trained to think of it as like a second fiddle to this
0: um Mm, right
2: definitely and it's kind of it's like that and i mean i always have to tie it back to american comics but it's you know good things can come from all publishers but there are definitely publishers that you dismiss more um even if it's like a creator that you like already if it's coming from a certain publisher you may dismiss it because right. of because of just the perception of that publisher um and i i definitely sadly did that for two year eternity uh initially yeah.
0: no i i kind of get it cuz it, it it's not in a big magazine here i mean really the only quote unquote big magazine we get here is shonen jump that people know about and Otherwise, I mean, you would just you would just have to find this in volumes online. You'd just have to hear about it.
1: Well, actually, I believe... Well, and I mean,
0: and through Punable Bundle, but...
1: Right, but I believe that uh, new chapters are now oh, being oh. Uh, published simultaneously, piece by piece. I don't know if that's on Comixology or what. Kodansha was, has been doing that for a while. That's one of... And, you know, now we've got the vault and everything for Viz has, ex- has greatly expanded the stuff that they... Simultaneously published, but kodansha for a while has been selling individual chapters of various series um, on comiXology and I believe this is one of them. I'm not a hundred percent sure.
2: I I think you're right. Um,
1: it's just chapter by chapter, right? Um, rather than in a anthology format,
0: right?
2: Yeah, it looks like you're right. They sell them for a dollar a piece, and they yeah, are almost that's right. up that's to right. chapter a hundred
1: the big 100 as we say.
0: Yeah. I'm just I'm just really impressed by her output. I mean, like this is only her second big series and it's so good, and the first one was so good. Right. I mean I mean this could be her masterpiece, but I feel like eventually she's going to put out something that everybody you know can't stop talking about. And I mean, I guess I mean relatively speaking, a lot of people did talk about A Silent Voice and in certain corners of the internet and fandom i do hear people talking about this story and it doesn't seem like anybody thinks it's anybody that talks about it, i don't hear them say like oh it's bad like i mean everybody either hasn't heard of it or really likes it
1: right so but as, I, as i believe as i believe you put it it's like why isn't everybody talking about this all the time yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and i, I think mean what I, you said yeah i well i i can't remember which part of the story made me think that i think I think it was the end of the first volume when the wolf says, thank you. (laughs) I couldn't, I thought that was incredible. (laughs) I loved that. I I don't know. It was so sweet. (laughs) Like it's a really, it's a, it's a really bittersweet yet sweet story. I I mean, like it's, I mean, bittersweet. I mean, it it incorporates the concept of sweet, but I mean, like it's very touching, I think. And really compelling. And and it's every single part is sad because you think, you know, uh uh-oh. This person's yeah. going to die.
1: And I think that's kind of what... Um, that's what links... The common link between this and a silent voice is just... If I could describe either in a word, it would probably be, be bittersweet. Both of them, there's a mixture of, like, hope and occasional cheer, but also, like, a feeling of somberness um, I mean, to both.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is kind of a tragedy, though, right? Right. I mean... Because Fushi can, Fushi lives forever. There's no way, even if, even if some of these people don't die of, you know, natural no. causes or Balmurship. not natural, or get killed, um, they're not gonna. Fushi's gonna outlive them. So, you have that kind of weighing weighing over you every time he meets someone new. So, how this is going to incorporate into his eventual worldview like what is the i guess i'm i'm very interested in like what does this story have to say yeah i am really interested because i feel like i'm gonna like it i feel like it's leading towards something i agree with but i don't even really know what that is yeah i feel like it's very life-affirming it's very wrecking it's very cognizant of
1: the troubles of life yeah
0: what you can learn from tragedy and how you can kind of create, well, I don't want to say coping mechanisms, but I guess that's the closest thing I can think of to kind of keep going on and like how hard that must be if you can't die. If you just have to live with tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. What was you guys' favorite, um, I guess, little story? Or I don't even know if you necessarily had one, but was there a part that stuck out to you as being the most compelling or kind of uh, representative of? Kind of the, the tone of the story.
1: So I do, I did like, you know, the whole thing. I, th- I thought the whole, um, what we read was great. I definitely feel like as good as all of it is, the first chapter is just such a, mm-hmm. like it, it could pretty much work on its own more yeah. or less. Admittedly, it would still be kind of like one of those um one shots we occasionally decry as like you know well this is just clearly a pilot for something that isn't getting made it would still like if you just read that one chapter it would still have that kind of a little bit of that to it but it still like kind of has a satisfying arc and yeah it's as you said it's a very compelling introduction i feel like you know a lot of you hear a lot about when it comes to story craft certain authors you know certain works they they come up with like a certain decisive moment first you know so you know it's like oh i knew the climax of the story first and had to work back from there and so on and so forth i definitely feel like oima started with this specific story first it feels yeah that that first chapter just feels so fully realized
0: You, you feel like she had an idea and she's like i can make this a story right
1: i can make yeah. I, I can start with this and make something of it but she had the this she knew yeah. what she wanted to do at the very beginning um perfectly yeah i feel i could be wrong there but that i definitely get that yeah and and so yeah the first chapter
0: it's so um, partially, strong
1: partially because you know it's longer Um uh, right it's probably like more of the equivalent of like three, maybe even four chapters of a.
0: Yeah. Because the oh. second chapter is March, right? When they go to, yeah, when he goes so to the- So the, uh...
1: the first chapter is the entire story with the boy.
0: Yeah. And it's this kind of, you know, it really sets the tone of this lonely journey, this guy, this guy, <laughs> this this entity. Well, he eventually is a guy, but uh, yeah. this entity goes on as just, uh, you know, they try to find the town- it's really kind of heartbreaking because you see these stones that are pointing, there's like arrows right. that point forward and then eventually it gets to one that's crossed out and you think, Oh no, this is as far as they got. And you yeah. see the, the boy kind of accept that and turn around and try to be happy in spite of it. And then he gets an infection and dies. It's wow.
2: <laughs> there's a lot of death in this. There's a lot. In this story.
0: <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot.
2: What about you,
1: Zach? Did uh, you have a, well,
2: I mean, I, yeah, I definitely agree that the first chapter is really good. Um, I think maybe beyond that, uh, the the thing I enjoyed most is the story that made up the rest of the first volume and most of mm-hmm. the second, or a, a mm-hmm. good chunk of the second. With um, what's her name? March, per- March and Perona. Yeah, yeah. Perona, I, yeah. I I I thought that that conflict was really good. It had kind of a Miyazaki esque tone yeah. to it. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, it did.
2: Um, I enjoyed that a lot, and then also I really did. Even though I agree, I really hate the names. But the first time we <laughs> see a, a knocker, and that that chapter I that has. The son that... I saw a oh,
0: jeez.
2: Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I'm done. It was.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's okay. So no, I
2: can't. I can't go any further. You.
0: Oh. you you liked the
2: the the fight yeah well like i the, just yeah uh, otherworldly... i like that sequence i thought was really well done visually yeah um right. yeah. and speaking of visuals i do want to say how distinct so many of these characters are i i really do yeah. like the uh is this, is it gugu, gugu? is that gugu. right gugu. yeah, gugu. yeah. The mask. who has the mask and and because his, um, face was was damaged was, saving was uh, yeah. saving the girl who still yeah. doesn't know that yet and and right yeah that that was really good and and uh, really heartbreaking that whole section and
0: yeah
2: uh, so weird how the old man saved him but put the alcohol <laughs> sack in know, his I stomach was, I just I just you
0: know, thought it would be cool that was a really weird. <laughs> plot device. I mean it was in, it was unique and interesting and I, I guess you kinda had to suspend your disbelief a little bit for it, but it's already kind of a magic world where right. somebody created Fushi and made him this immortal thing. Just gonna so, bruise in your gut.
2: Yeah, it's it's some real like body horror stuff. Like yeah. we're getting into Edo yeah. territory there. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, so so I agree. I, I think I liked all of it too, obviously. Um and I, I I did think until I finished the third volume that maybe the first chapter was like my favorite. Not that it got, not that I want to say it got worse from there, but it just set, it just set such a, it set the tone so perfectly that it was kind of hard for me to say like, oh, mm-hmm. something else topped this. But I, thinking back on it, there was a scene in the third volume where I don't exactly remember what led to this, but Gugu gets into some trouble or runs away. I think he might be looking for his mask and Fushi finds him as the wolf. Mm-hmm. And he saves him from. I think, I think he might be fighting Knocker. Maybe they they were both fighting. And you know, Gugu's kind of sad at first, but then like you know, Fushi tackles him, and he's like, "You are so cool as a monster," <laughs> because because at this point, Gugu's face is deformed. Right, he's, he's been and, feeling
1: bad for and, being a monster, and they
0: dance together. Right. It's just it's just so sweet. Like I, it's just
1: like maybe being <sighs> a monster isn't so
0: bad. Yeah, yeah, and I mean. It, there was also a cool scene where in I think around that time in the in the volume where uh, Fushi realizes he can create things out of thin air if like if he's experienced pain from it at first so he creates like a spear he creates the arrows that killed March um, a couple other things I think blow dart missiles oh wait that might be later <laughs> never mind forget I said <laughs> that um yeah, and then he actually eventually creates food because he has, like, a strong memory of it. And his his speech is still a little rough, but he's, he's kind of learning how to articulate his thoughts, which is interesting.
1: See, I thought there was, like, uh, when he was, like, creating the food, I thought, like, Gugu was dying because, like, the food wasn't actually nourishing, but I guess that wasn't the case.
0: Oh. Because n-
1: Gugu is, like, Getting, like, you know, very, like...
0: He was just really uh, hungry, I, yeah. think. I don't think. I don't think the food that... Cause, uh, because there's a scene where Fushi thinks really hard about all the food. Because uh, all the food he's, like, eaten and seen in his life. And he thinks of the peaches from the tree that March would get. Right. And, oh, just... It's so good. Um, <laughs> And then he creates... I think it's, like, a little a little meat stick or something or I'm not actually sure what the the food is. It's just i forget little the, dumplings I forget the or something. Yeah, and and he's able to feed people. So it's interesting, like where is this gonna go? Like like what does it mean that he can create things from pain and things from strong memories? Um I don't know. I I feel like there might be too much to talk about in just half an about half an hour, but yeah, this is I think I think we covered like kind of the very broad main strokes of it, of it just kind of being a Story about the tragedies and joys of life, which I guess sounds kind of boring in general if you put it that way. But I mean, it's very specifically about something that's not human. Learning about that, and again, that's also kind of a story you see with like you know
1: AI robots.
0: robots. Fushi is kind of, I guess, like a robot. I mean, in some ways, yeah. From from a blank slate, like a baby.
2: Yeah. Well, I saw a tweet today, and I, I well no I actually think yeah it goes with this pretty well it may not eventually I don't know but it was basically someone saying that sci-fi and fantasy would do well to like steer away from plots that are just centered around the destruction and end of everything you know the the, the, like just these universe shattering events and maybe we're going to get to that eventually like maybe the knockers are going to like destroy reality or something but right now this is uh a really it's kind good. Of the
1: opposite in some yeah it's kind way.
2: of yeah. it's like a really strong fantasy concept with clearly some kind of underlying rule system but it's not really focusing on yeah that. and it's, it's the really per- just focusing on the like characters and the, yeah. the interactions
0: well it's like the perfect kind of lore right i mean it's all tied to like emotions like you know the, all the abilities he has are tied to some kind of character thing Yes. Um. You know him. Uh. He will remember and turn into the people that he had strong connections for, or towards, and um, or with. With is the word. Yes. (laughs) Can't remember my my linking words. Um.
2: Reconnect, Kingdom Hearts.
0: (laughs) Was that what it said at the? At the end. That's of- what
2: it's it said at the end of every game since I think oh. like uh, maybe maybe at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, I think it's said it at the no, end of every like secret it, video.
0: That 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 does ring. up. You are right. I know there was like something that slashed on screen that were words, but yeah, reconnect uh, to your eternity. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it's really cool, and like I just feel like you know, and he he also can only I think take their forms if they're they're dead, so. That's kind of a sad concept. And it just makes me think like, well, how sad is this going to get? This could be (laughs) the ultimate, this could be the saddest thing ever. Because I mean, if his, his, yeah, because I mean, if his goal or his his purpose is to preserve the data of the world, then probably going to lead to some kind of, I don't think it's going to be like a typical, like, I don't know, zombie apocalypse kind of thing, but I don't know. Something bad is gonna yeah. happen. I feel like this is kind of a unique. Uh, there's been like some unique kind of story beats and and things that have been happening. So i mean I trust oima not to just kind of go the route of like everything is gone kind of thing. Right.
2: And
0: only Fushi is left. So, well, who knows? Um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna keep reading for sure. Um. Yeah, and I've got. I, I don't even know if it's even close to ending, but it's still going here and in japan so mm-hmm. we've got we've got more good stuff to look forward to um i think that's about all i have time to talk about with that Once yeah. you guys had uh oh i just final thoughts
1: i highly <laughs> recommend it
0: we almost yeah, always
1: very good pick
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and only a few things that we've been like
0: eh. mm, yeah i could like not read this kind but of i think thing.
1: we've got a good it's because we've got a good sense for like right unlike you know some podcasts we don't subject ourselves to reading stuff we hate
0: yeah and i mean we i would say we do try to wait which oh dc3 i would say we i think we kind of try to go outside of our comfort zone sometimes we're not we are not gonna read stuff that i mean there we have certain caveats that we're not gonna break um but yeah i think uh I think we've been, we, we've been, we've got a good uh, variety so far.
1: We well, know. on that note, um, for next month, we're going in, at least I am going in pretty much blind.
0: Yeah.
1: A common thing that I do is a couple times a week, I just check the current sales on Comixology. Um, and a few weeks ago I saw there was a sale for this uh, series called Your Lie in April. Um, and I asked Emily if she'd heard about it. Um, I did heard anything in particular.
0: I, rather than just
1: picking something completely random. Um,
0: I know what it's about. And I know that the, I know the anime version was pretty popular when it came out. I think it was like a couple years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's right. like a, I think it's about, like, musicians. Right. Musicians. So, the, yeah, I
1: saw, I saw the, uh, you know, synopsis, yeah. the basic pitch that had something to do with um, right classical music and such, and, you know, I myself have some background in that, and so it kind of sounded potentially interesting to me. But beyond that, I know very little. I, I Beyond that, I know next to nothing. Yeah. Um, so I think... The three of us, how about you, Zach? Are you jumping in almost completely blind?
2: Yeah, I've, I've, I am kind of glad that I've held off watching the anime now because I do, like Emily said, remember when it was coming out and was a really big deal. Yeah. Um, all I really know about it is that I, I, it has a reputation of just being Im- immensely sad.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> like, I, I think it's supposed to just
1: be really sad. Give me that. Boy. Sad and about classical music sounds like my thing. Um, is
0: it done it's it's yeah i think it is done yeah i think
1: yes it the is manga. the manga is finished volumes um, is it? it's only 11, 11. <laughs> um not very long at all actually
0: i mean for a for a shonen yeah. or i'm assuming it's
1: shonen? yeah it's tech. it's classified as shonen. shonen yeah so yeah we'll we'll see how that is um perhaps we'll have another bakuman and be like oh well well, I mean, Zach liked that. Not to.
0: I liked Bakuman. I, mean, I
1: guess we all did like it. Uh, it's
0: just that we had one major we had reservation. Some with it.
1: Was Bakuman the thing that we of the various book club picks? I mean, I of... picked
2: Fairy Tale that one time. So. Oh yeah,
1: Fairy Tale. It's just I, I completely forgot about it because we just. Kind of like, <laughs> I
2: can't blame you. Uh, fairy
0: Tale was Fairy Tale had a lot of bad like design stuff too in it. I thought like. I don't so, know.
1: That was probably the weakest. Yeah. But we'll see how this is.
0: We didn't even hate fairy tale. I don't think it's right. like whatever you know.
1: Like I almost want to maybe in the future like deliberately choose something like Rosario Vampire.
0: Oh no, that's that's <laughs> a mistake for another reason.
1: Only only stuff that we wouldn't have to, that would be in the vault and we wouldn't have to
0: spend. Right. It. Well, we could maybe can look Actual. into it.
1: I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh was kind of that pick, but I ended, was up, incredible. I ended up loving it. So
0: Yu-Gi-Oh was like probably the best thing we read for this.
1: So I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think Your Lie in April is going to be that series for us Mm. sounds like it's actually pretty good
0: yeah we'll see
1: but check in with us next month yeah and you'll know for sure what we think about it
0: it'll probably be the correct opinion
1: probably it usually is (laughs) we'll take a quick break and we'll be back to talk about uh april in the weekly shonen jump titles (laughs)
2: Hello podcast listeners, we're the hosts of the DC3 cast. I'm Zach. I'm Vince.
1: And I'm Brian.
2: Each week we discuss most of the new releases from DC Comics, focusing mainly on Rebirth, Wildstorm, and Young Animal. We also look at the news of the week, discuss the film and television adaptations of DC material, and dig into industry
1: rumors. We've also had a number of DC creators on our show, like Scott Snyder, Jim Lee, Christopher Priest, Steve Orlando, and Joshua Williamson. So,
2: if you like Borat jokes, My no wife! No bad Dan impressions, This is bad, what the f***? And an in-depth look at DC each week. Join us every Wednesday morning at MultiversityComics.com, Apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice. Come get juergens
1: with us all right welcome back we're at the second half of our show which as almost always means we're going to be talking about the series that are running in shonen jump uh the new digital service rather than the magazine first thing i want to talk about is a surprise ending not not just in the sense that it was like a, a twist or anything but like literally the fact that it ended was a surprise um i'm talking about neolation uh the fairly unique kind of hooligan not hooligan uh delinquent 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 manga mixed with like hacker type stuff yeah that i'd been enjoying a lot Mm -hmm. and it's done (laughs) yeah
0: it didn't really get
1: it definitely feels like it ended well not not just definitely feels like like I would say it's a hundred percent chance that it was, it was just canceled. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Um, because
1: there was, they were setting up this whole arc about the beast, beast boy. Uh, the, I forget what it was actually the, called.
0: The guy who was in the, the, the cat eyes. I feel like the the, the race, the drip, the racer.
1: Well, no, the guy with the hat.
0: Oh, Givaldan. Um, yeah. I remember that name for some with reason the, with
1: his monster eyes. Yeah.
0: He had like, the, yeah, the crazy eyes. It's yeah. funny because I feel like, I just wanna say this real quick. I feel like the, the, the mangaka got the notice that they were being cancelled like the chapter after that and they were like, okay, gotta give Neo a backstory in like two chapters and then I gotta have one more arc and then that's gotta be the end. Cause Neo kinda goes through a really quick like character development arc right. where he becomes nicer.
1: Yeah, a little be- bit.
0: Because like during up through the kind of racing arc, he kinda is still kind of a bitch to um, <laughs> The the uh oh Daigo. Daigo yeah, and um, uh, yeah. Akko, I think her name is yeah the other yeah. the the girl who's helping them out so I that didn't really set off I don't know why it didn't set off alarm bells for me I just thought I thought well maybe they were
1: this
0: I, I just thought yeah
1: the whole like backstory I forget we didn't talk about the, the no back- we didn't so, talk about
0: the sad boy so backstory. yeah he's
1: a sad boy um,
0: extremely sad
1: tragic you know His... lost lost childhood love inspiring him to yeah become a super hacker
0: he even had like a bedside like love confession yeah where they both confess their love to each other and which i thought was actually pretty good yeah i I I liked it 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 could have been worse like it was it was a little bit kind of not really i guess it wasn't super unique or anything it wasn't like
1: you know the pinnacle of storytelling or anything like that i cried no
0: i didn't (laughs) but
1: you know I, i was a little bit i was a I was pretty invested yeah. I was like I, I follow this I, I feel well, a it's, bit.
0: it's 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 digging into the tropes I like so I'm like okay you know sad boy I like this
1: Emily um, loves fridging I
0: love fridging this is <laughs> this is well known um, this is
1: Emily's problematic fave it's,
0: yeah anytime anytime fridging is involved I, I love it Um, though usually it's not it's not usually like fridging as bad as in the thing that named that trope right, but, yes. but it's usually about like dead girlfriends I'm all about that <laughs> don't ask I,
2: so I, I'm I had like fallen behind on this. Did she die falling down the stairs? No. <laughs> no.
1: Oh um. Well thank
0: God they actually they didn't really do that for Zort. Like he didn't I don't think it was ever implied he was like in love with his friend that fell no, downstairs no. but but yeah. No, she she died of a, like, illness. She had a
1: rare illness.
0: <laughs> one of those anime things. Yeah. It's like rare illness that just makes you sick all the time. Oh, like Maybe. the one
2: where, like the one in that one shot where you, you only have so many heartbeats left. Yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. My-
0: oh, God. Oh, that was a terrible, terrible story. That was awful. Oh, my God. I, I almost have to find the episode where we talked about that. Cause I was, we were, like, all... That we were,
1: was miserable. We
0: were all shocked at how terrible it this was. This
1: was better than that.
0: Yes, this this two chapter three chapter little story was fine.
1: And so
0: this inspires Neo to be like a hacker because basically what he does is for his friend that's dying he he basically tries to release like all of the medical data to try to like get a cure out faster for her.
1: The more people having access to the like it's basically an anti patent invective, which yeah. as an IP lawyer I will not stand for. No, I get it. IP <laughs> law is pretty bad yeah it it was it was pretty good, I thought. um, then there was the two part arc with the uh fake news. That was weird fake news uh, I, I, though I didn't fair, really
0: get that though yeah, It I didn't, didn't really make
1: it, sense. It's like I didn't like get using the term, but it didn't like feel as like when I first saw the word fake news. I was like, oh, I was like no. oh God, but it wasn't. it wasn't
0: that it wasn't funny. actually like a stupid Trump reference. It was just like
1: it was clearly like that was like more a localization yeah
0: I think they were trying to approximate it to some kind of corruption of information kind of like fake like um like doctored videos right that's kind of what they were dealing with and they were kind of using it to corner this businessman or something and it was it was okay it wasn't and then it was done yeah and (laughs) it just kind of ends with like Neo saying all right guys let's go get some hot dogs we gotta stop the bad guys and it says Neolation the end
1: (laughs) yeah um it it was definitely one like i don't i don't know which i prefer so to speak you know you see some series like i'm more used to in american comics a lot of times it just ends hmm. Um, particularly for anything like creator-owned if it just kind of like fizzles out now when it's a company-owned thing they might like try and like have to Get some sort of closure at the end of the arc but then at the same time it's just superhero comics usually in that case so it they weren't really like working towards some grand goal um in right. the same way that a creator-owned series would be um i mean kind of but you'd get what i'm saying yeah uh, so i guess it is interesting how it seems to be a trend when a lot of these uh serialized manga series you know, that's redundant um, just, these manga series I got get, get cancelled, there's usually like a last ditch effort to kind of like, you know, be like, you can just imagine where it goes from here. Yeah. Like, you know, oh they're I, off to continue the plot without us sort I, of thing.
0: I feel like it's kind of sad in a way. Yeah, like, it is. I, I don't know if I just imagine like someone's like, you gotta end your story. Like, it, there's gotta be some sadness there, right? I mean, yeah. like, and you just kind of And
1: it's left to the imagination. Yeah. Does, like, does, uh, neo win against the
0: crazy man, beast man. he fought against the, the computer guy um we'll never know yeah i mean that first arc with the computer game or the, what do i say computer game the um suicide the suicide game um yeah um was was pretty good but uh yeah, it was good you know yeah it, it was
1: it's a shame that it had to end i like one it. of I'm... the more unique ones going right now yeah
0: I didn't have a problem with it. I would have, I would have continued with it. Um, but yeah, it's over now. It wasn't. I guess. I guess this is better than the robot laser beam thing. Where, <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, at, there, least, at least that author already had a hit. Um, That's true. So, so he I kind of feel bad got, for.
1: He at least got the grace to be able to just jump ahead and be right. like, okay, at least tell my final right story arc, so yeah. to
0: speak.
1: Yeah. Too but bad. Yeah. So sad.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, neolation.
1: Hardly knew. Hardly
0: you. knew you. Yup.
1: But th- as far as we know, the other uh, another series that I believe, well, I guess, this didn't start in this last. Sayuki, did that start in the same batch as neolation, or was that later? It was, it was later. I think it's okay. a little
0: bit later, maybe, but not much. Oh yeah,
1: chapter nine, whereas that was chapter nineteen. So okay,
0: so like wow, a wow.
1: couple couple months later, we I guess we've reached the end of the first arc so to speak
0: yeah um,
1: seems like it and i guess we were maybe a little harsh on huh? just because we had you know that was
0: mostly me but i already explained why i had reservations but i won't bring it up because i already kind of expounded on it but it's been it's kind of i guess expanded its lore a little bit which is already a little bit i think a little bit overly complicated yeah. but um it, I, I've been liking it. I think it's been fairly easy to read, and rather—I guess it sounds patronizing to be like it's easy to read. I guess, but <laughs> I mean, it's um, it's had like a couple of interesting story beats. Yeah. How are you feeling about it, Zach?
1: I—I
2: I really, I really enjoyed like the last couple of chapters. Um... I agree that the lore has gotten really unwieldy, really fast. Like, especially yeah. this last chapter that takes place in a dream where he meets the other version of the yeah. doll girl. Um, Kay, I guess, is what
0: yeah. this yeah. version
2: is called. Part right. of me is, like, very in... Uh, I Like, I really... I liked the way that that sequence was framed um, yeah, and the way that it used, like, the idea of dreams and stuff. Oh, which reminds me, I remember last time I was like, oh, I feel like that monster thing seemed really familiar. Oh,
0: oh what was it? What was it?
2: The, the Baku. Well, they, like, named it in the next one. And it, like, is. It's the inspiration for not only that one Pokemon that I mentioned, but also, like, the drowsy Hypno line as well. Really? Interesting. Oh, that, um... The, right okay because they deals you know, with like, thing? dreams yeah yeah the oh. the like baku monster thing right that makes you forget um, right Huh.
0: i thought you were gonna say you were gonna say which which um what was it there was like a game that this protagonist reminded you of ryanosuke
2: oh gosh no i still like, didn't remember oh, that you still like I, I do that. remember okay. that yeah yeah i oh man i forgot to look at that a little bit more but um yeah so if there's like the one thing that i'm not feeling on this in this book it's just how young the characters are and i i think that's a maybe a dumb thing to say but at the same time it's just like uh, yeah Do you know what i mean yeah.
0: it's like the, they, the, they are young even for a shonen yeah they're like they're like nine and ten like it's,
1: right it like yeah. feels like just a few year they're they're at that age where just like a few years makes a huge difference in mm-hmm. like being able to be like okay like you know a 13 14 year old that would be like fine it would still be you know it's still just like a yeah thing i for mean kids. Yeah. And it's kind of stretching it a bit yeah. i suppose yeah i
0: also i also feel like this is becoming kind of a lore dumpy kind of thing like this yeah. latest chapter was a bit of a lore dump Without much. And I mean, I mean, they have shown the monsters and stuff, but like, I don't know. I feel like this is coming a little early for all this information. Right. I feel like we've gotten a lot of information and not as much Happening. showing of what that means exactly. Yeah. More so than, and I mean, uh, manga kind of does this more, I would say, than, I don't even want to say more than Western comics, but I feel like it's just something I've seen in a lot of manga, but I feel like I notice it more in this one.
2: Yeah yeah well it's weird because it, it has its own like original kind of lore going on but then it's also doing this weird um what is it what's it called is it journey, journey, journey to, to the, the west? west yeah, yeah.
0: That, that was weird i i i'm not super familiar the only thing i know about journey to the west is like yeah the sun goku and the, the pole and things like that and i'm not really sure how it ties in exactly except that I'm not sure how Son Goku ties into this story. Like, I'm a little confused about that. Right. But, yeah, like, wh- I don't think... As far as I know, Son Goku doesn't have to deal with demon- demons in this way. I-, I could be totally wrong. I'm just...
1: Yeah, I don't just... I don't know much about the yeah, actual... Yeah, it, it could um... be.
0: I Actually, I, I could be uh, talking on my ass here. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. The, the pole is kind of a cool weapon, though, but... Yeah, no, I, I that was that kind of threw me for a bit of a loop, and I was like, oh, okay, like you're opening your third eye, cool. <laughs> what, I mean, that's kind of what it was pretty happening. Much, right? yeah.
2: yeah, pretty much, yeah. So I don't know, I, I was like, in, I, I was more in for the turns that it was taking, but I, I totally agree that it is still, it, it's better than what I expected it to be, but it's, it's still kind of up in the air about what, what it's gonna be.
0: I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like I feel like it. If it doesn't get canceled, I feel like it could be a shorter series. I don't know oh, why. I yeah. just I just all that info dump. It was like you know, and she will open the she will open the moo and
1: all the monsters right. will
0: spill out. This is going to happen, and they basically kind of spelled out the whole story for you there. And I'm like, okay, well maybe they're in the process of getting rushed <laughs> to an ending, but I don't know. I, I guess. I you know it's hard I, to tell sometimes i don't know saying saying a shonen series might be short probably is like the dumbest thing i could possibly say but
2: <laughs> we're historically great at predicting where mangas are going to go yeah, so. yeah.
0: yeah historically um
1: just the one thing i would say that i did like a lot about the last chapter was i like the idea of the main character's name i forget you know my, Rinosuke. my, my signature move um,
0: your fatality is fatality. forgetting the name.
1: Yeah, I I liked him getting one last chance to like we can put everything back yeah. to normal for you. And, yeah, and you know you can have like a great time with your friend. And I feel like I felt that a lot. Like I I I'm buying his friendship with the you know other young boy Shige. a lot more so far than than his
0: friendship with or yeah koharu yeah
1: the like adoptive, adoptive sister. sister
0: thing yeah it
1: <sighs> and like yeah I, I felt that that was fairly you know it's it's a very standard um kind of storytelling beat um the whole like you know this is your yeah. chance to go back and saying you know no but i think it was done in a way that like yeah was good
0: shige has like such a cute design too yeah the little missing tooth and yeah. Like a really cute little little kid design. He likes baseball. He's got a little baseball cap. Cute little kid. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't think I really got into it, but I, I don't, I, I know the story is about him and I'm not really expecting a Shonen series to have like the greatest representation I could ever want. But I, I am a little bit like off-put by how like helpless she is. That I is kind know. of her thing. It's, What's that?
1: That is kind of her yeah. Thing. I mean,
0: I guess it is her thing. But well, like... no,
1: I mean, I agree with you. Oh
0: but... yeah, I don't think it's like the worst thing in the world, but I'm I'm not really. It's it's helpless in a way that I'm not really feeling, because I don't think it really. I don't see her. Like... I mean, how is she going to overcome being a, a kind of like a doll? Like, I, I don't know. It, it's it's a little weird. Um... The. I don't really know what else to say about it other than that. It just doesn't really strike me as like, we'll see a how super it great. It's, it's it, definitely
2: weird.
1: Yeah. Still yeah. early. Only mm-hmm. nine chapters. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. It could get better, though. Um,
1: Speaking of getting better. Yeah. Dr. Stone has been taking an interesting.
0: Yeah, action. I have really liked Dr. Stone recently. I've been really looking forward to reading it, actually, which like i was saying i mean i think i think for a couple months all i was saying was like yeah i'm still reading dr stone i, I like reading it um but now i think it's like it's you like know, one my of the first three ones or four. you want yeah and i'm like it's it's really got a good hook now and i feel like it took a really long time to get here but you know the good art kept me coming back and a couple characters um that i liked um to read uh, you know kept me kept me interested Um, but now we've just got all these, like, really interesting plot elements, kind of, rather than just, like, this chapter is about how we make, uh, butter, this is about how we're gonna make a ship, um, and go hunting for the white whale. Um, no, that's, that's Moby Dick, but still. Um, I always have to reference something I'm reading or watching (laughs) for every podcast. Oh, you're Um, reading
1: Moby Dick, very cool.
0: You sound like the guy on the Metro that was like, how impressive. (laughs) Um... Someone did actually say that to me. I didn't just make that up. That kind of sounds like a made-up story, though, um, admittedly. But, uh, yeah, this latest chapter kind of added another surprise. I mean, the big surprise a couple weeks ago, we, or a couple months ago, we talked about with, was where we found out about the Y-Man, who was supposedly the antagonist of the story, who had been petrifying people. What was
1: assumed to,
0: be assumed to be
1: by the main cast.
0: right. There's probably
1: um, more to it than that.
0: There is, but now there's this really cool mystery element, which I think, like I was saying, this kind of needed. Yeah. Um, it needed something more than just the thrust of, like, let's learn about this cool thing this, today. Right. This cool science thing. Like, Bill Nye, the, the, the manga guy. Yeah.
1: Kind of thing. Um, Very good.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, that's basically what Senku is, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, a little bit.
1: He's a bit goofy. Goofier
0: bit. than, well, Bill Nye was kind of goofy, but yeah, like. Bill Nye is goofy. Bill Nye now is, like, a little scary, though. I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: Bit of an ass.
0: Yeah, I watched a couple episodes of this new thing, and I didn't like it yeah, at all. That's was, nothing
2: for me. Yeah, it's I was not, like, this it's is... It's not great. It's,
0: it was so <laughs> cynical in, like, a way that I didn't really appreciate. And I think it also is because, like, they're totally expecting you to have been a kid who watched Bill Nye and you're like, now Bill Nye's an adult like me. Oh my god. I mean not that he wasn't. But It's like it's,
2: like, <laughs> you know it's I mean? not only that, it's like Bill Nye is also woke too. You yeah, know, it's, it's just like it's,
0: it was lame. Like it was yeah. it, it, I felt it felt like an SNL skit for science <laughs> I mean, or something. Yeah. Now like
1: re- that you say like that? a
0: cynical it had the quality yeah. of a, like a bad SNL skit for science or something. Because yeah. like it had random
1: It was almost like self sub- parody. Yeah.
0: Like. Yeah, like random celebrity appearances and stuff. It was just super lame. Like, yeah. Ugh, I, I don't know. I, not to go too far off track, but The Dr. Stone is is probably better than the new than the new Bill Nye show, which I think oh, probably absolutely. only had a couple episodes. But And the
1: latest chapter had quite the cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, so in the latest chapter, uh the cast some of the cast has gone out on this boat they made.
1: They're scalding.
0: Uh, there's yeah, they're trying to find plutonium to try to which which is an ingredient in what they call the um I think the revival, revival fluid. fluid yeah which they use to un- think petrify would, people
1: yeah I think in this case it would like speed up like having just a little bit of plutonium would lo- speeds up the process well no it would
0: all. allow them to create infinite right right like
1: it speeds up you know creating the
0: right. fluid in that right. sense so but um they get to this island which is supposed to have plutonium on it and.
1: And it's the island that
0: Senku's perhaps, dad.
1: Like, yeah, the original folks came from. Yeah,
0: I'm a little confused on the timeline, but... It's they're... kind
1: of like a Garden of Eden of sorts.
0: Yeah. So um, there were some people that escaped the petrification, the initial one, and they were in space. And then they landed on this island. and I, Or they eventually got here with their spacecraft. And there's some, like, special minerals and stuff in there. And one of them is plutonium. And, and Senku was led here by his dad's clues. That's the gist of it. Once they arrive here, there's a, kind of a commotion. And you see that, like, I think most of the people on the right, ship get a petrified. People, a
1: few people leave to kind of check things out. And when they come back, everyone else has been
0: petrified. repetrified.
1: petrified um, So even if the assumption that the Y-man is like the big bad isn't correct... It certainly seems that uh, the folks here have some control over whatever that is,
0: right? And thank so, thank you, thank God, Senku wasn't petrified.
1: But I guess it is a bit conf- confusing if it's like that is where the I forget is the Y Man himself at this island as well. Is that like I think
0: they were like trying to find the signal that he was.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It was obviously it's yeah. like a big like, you know, sort of, whoa, moment to end on. So yeah. we're still going off of very little information. Right. just It's still kind of, like, at the point of, we'll see where it Yeah, goes. we
0: don't really, I can't really speculate. I mean, I don't even think, I don't think anyone in their party is the Y-man. That wouldn't really make sense. I don't think it's anybody that. No. Like, the coolest thing we're would be, like, Xero-scape it's like, it dad? Up. Yeah, we're going to, the Zero Escape has, like, poisoned my ability to, like, the Zero Escape's really good, but it. I just always assume like it's someone we know. It's someone we know. It's someone from the future. They've Sanku's
1: gone... dad projected his <sighs> mind into Sanku's body.
0: <laughs> There's two Sanko's the Sanko Sen- Sankus, <laughs> and yeah. So we don't really know, uh, but we're gonna keep tabs on it. And this might be one we talk about more because it, it's kind of got a more. The plot it's has kind up. of uh, has kind of sped up here, so yeah. Zach, you're catching up too, right? Or you- yeah,
2: yeah. This one, I remember there was like a period of time where there were just a lot of things coming out and I kind of was less interested and made the choice yeah. to just focus on um, Black Clover, actually. And now I'm <laughs> like, oh man, I made the wrong choice.
0: <laughs>
1: hey, Dr. Stone doesn't have Satan in
2: it, so You're right. You're right. It doesn't.
0: I feel like I'm missing out.
1: You aren't, but you kind of are.
0: Black uh, Clover am... had
2: a thing recently. Um, not a big thing. We don't have to talk about it. But that's pretty funny. Oh yeah, uh,
1: the bird, the bird, and the OG Wizard King are the, OG, it's... the bird. That sounds cool. Yeah, the bird's like the been like kind of the mascot of the uh, series. This little like little bird that um. Oh. But she's kind of... actually a, like a goth girl. Yeah.
0: How cool! <laughs> I'm sure that won't be. I don't know. I feel like maybe a lot of people will be into the bird dog girl.
1: Uh, you never know. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. That's about all I have to say about Dr. Stone, I think.
1: Yeah. So um, I guess close out with our monthly look by talking about my hero academia. We're continuing the adventures of Shigaraki's merry band of misfits. Yeah, um, they're great. And the guy who looks like the Joker What's it called? The uh, the,
0: the liber- meta liberation meta
1: liberation front
0: army
2: army front? army yes I thought front sounded right but is it is it
0: army I think it's meta liberation army I think front army same yeah it's it's essentially like yeah group
2: it's a, yeah over a hundred thousand strong
0: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
1: that's a lot and in particular. The past two chapters, I think, not just the one, um, focused on
0: t- Himiko Toga.
1: Toga. Toga. Oh, really? Yeah, I was wrong about this before. Toga. Um,
0: <laughs> don't ever ask Walter the, about names.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I even like act like I know.
0: Just yeah. Like,
1: oh, isn't it this? I should know.
0: Yeah, he tried I'm to wrong. fight with me about the name of the guy in uh, Bakuman, too, <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm telling you, it's it's this." You're like, "Oh yeah, you're." Right.
1: Anyway, Toga. Um, <laughs> Who I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't like really a big. She definitely kind of felt like a. Okay, so f- first of all, her her quirk having to deal with like kind of uh, blood. It's very edgy. Uh, it's She's it's fairly blood. creative. Like you know, she by using the um, blood of other people, she can both transform her appearance and she gets some control over their quirk. If I'm correct.
0: Yeah. Um, well. So. I think they initially thought she only takes their appearance, but it looks like...
1: That's it, that's So
0: now we see that... That's
1: the big big twist in these couple chapters. And so the quirk was kind of, you know, if if a bit edgy, still fairly unique. Um, But personality-wise, it was just kind of like, oh, you know, the kind of twisted dark girl who, you know... She's
0: She's kind of like a Harley Quinn-esque. Yeah, kind of. Not, I mean, not in every way. Right. But...
1: Uh that's a similar kind of archetype.
2: That, yeah, she did have that weird obsession with stain um yeah. in kind of a joker fixation kind of way.
0: Yeah, she's kind of obsessed with Deku too. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Um so you know, I wasn't like a big fan of her, but we got, you know, the classic mid fight uh manga backstory type thing yeah, going into with- her history. And yeah, I I for one thing I liked I thought I thought the like uh narrative approach to that with this other kind of antagonist character whose name of she, course i don't know she wants oh, like, uh,
0: a scoop i guess right on she, she's like a
1: reporter
2: Ch- chitose kisuki just because
1: i was turned to the right page
0: chitose yeah
1: uh, and so it's like framed as her like you know trying to get as you said emily like she's trying to get the scoop she, she knows a bit about her story yeah it's 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 framed really well.
0: It's kind of funny because she's like, "What tragic backstory do you have?" Kind of things like, "You must have one, right?" You're basically Harley Quinn. Like, you have to have some kind of, and like she does, kind of. But at the same time, she's like, "This is just me." Yeah. You know, and I kind of liked. There was the chapter before this latest one where she's like, "Eh, "This is my normal," and I thought that was kind of a cheeky. Yeah. I liked that actually because. I don't know. I mean, like, what else can you do with this character? Are you really going to just make her, like, some deep...
1: Right. Like, it, it, it's, <laughs> I, I liked how Horikoshi's not, like... It, it felt like he's he's not trying to play up, um, like, you know, oh, aren't I, like, you know, quirky and, you know, edgy and everything? Which, I mean, she is, but as you said, it, this is my normal. This is just, you know, I think... who I am. I thought that was kind of, like, a nice way to do it that's a bit more...
0: Um, a bit less, like kind of eye roly.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think
0: he's like leaning into the, he's leaning into the edginess a little bit, which yeah. is good. I think it's better than trying to back off and be like, "There's a reason she's like this," and I mean, there is, but I don't know. The way they did it was was fun. I think this was like the way to do it. Um, spe- spe- and she kind of performs a fatality um, <laughs> on. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, this is uh, very violent um, by Shonen Jump. Standards. Um, so was
0: like when, um, yeah, like when Overhaul got all his limbs ripped off.
1: Yeah, it's just, and, it's just um, a big splat on this. uh
0: This reporter, she tells
1: reporter later who, who <laughs> dies.
0: I don't like, know if she dies. Does she?
1: I <sighs> got the impression that
2: she did. Oh, That's like, pretty. Brutal. It's
0: better not to kill. okay, I'm trying. Yeah, to... It
2: seemed like she was like mid mid line, <laughs> yeah. mid dialogue, and just like yeah,
0: yeah. She's so she's like falling, and then as she says, like, "Oh, this is a killer story." So maybe, right. maybe that was like her stupid way of saying she's like dying to this ability. <laughs> I don't know. A I mean, huge my hero academia gouts of blood. Like, I'm there's
1: I'm, two squelch
2: noise squelch. sound
1: effects. So <laughs> that,
0: that is a fa- that is a brutality
1: a slam squelch. That's a
0: brutality. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because like I kind of trust my Academia more when they like kill people or they do something kind of nasty to them because there's kind of an edge of like darkness to the bad guys in this series i think that yeah that is a little bit more threatening than some other stuff um like i mean shigaraki's we got a little shigaraki's backstory
1: that's true about how his his hands
0: are his family which i think he calls them like the members of the family on his face
1: and then i think like
0: He's like, when I equip the family, that was, that freaked me out a little bit. Like that wording, I was like, oh my God. Okay. He's like, when I equip the family, I get their power. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) So I'm, I'm interested. I'm enjoying this kind of like little diversion with these, you know, it's basically like suicide squad. I think yeah, I, that I think you said
0: that about the um, but, I, I said but that before like about way better
2: yeah. than any su- recent Suicide
0: Squad. I yeah, I
1: I, I I was just going for a bad joke that time, as opposed to my serious speculation about Gentle Criminal, which I still stand by. That's going, he's going
0: Gentle, to... better come back, I swear. Yeah. So we're still we're kind of still following this arc. I mean, it's it's Shigaraki versus this like they have to prove themselves against this monster created by the scientist that was backing um,
1: Robotic looking motherfucker.
0: All for one, yeah. He does oh, something yeah. robotic. Which
2: J- Jim Carrey will play in the <laughs> English Netflix adaptation oh, God, of...
0: of My Hero Academia. Uh, no, boy. well, I mean that's a whole other thing. We don't have to get into Sonic and his weird teeth. <laughs>
1: that'll that that would uh, keep us busy for another like twenty minutes. Yeah, at least. yeah.
0: But um, do we have anything else to say about MHA, or do we want to talk a little bit about the new thing that dropped on the vault? I mean we don't have to like get into it, we can mention it.
1: Yeah, we could you know, we've we've already said that, um next month we're doing your lie in April, but there's recent news of something added to the vault that perhaps we will be visiting soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um they have added to Viz's vault service, whatever the hell you want to call it, the first three parts of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, so that is got phantom blood battle tendency and the most famous uh, stardust, stardust crusaders, crusaders. so if, right if oh, there is good. ever a time to get into jojo's if you weren't yeah. already i imagine a lot of people yeah saying are but you can yeah. go straight towards three but straight to three the most famous part but
0: you can if, if you've
1: got access to it all yeah. Might as well. And
0: the first two parts are considerably shorter than yes. three. Um, uh, I mean, one and two have... I mean, three is more than one and two combined. And I think it's like, and then another half on top of that. So it's like 100 some chapters, 150, 152. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, part three is really good. Um, I think it's way better than one and two. I mean, one and two are still really good, but part three is one of the best. Um, and I've read up through seven, pretty much. <laughs> very legally legally. yeah totally i just i can see into the future
1: very legally very cool very cool (laughs) um
0: (laughs) yeah i think uh i am i mean i'm not you know far be it for me to like get on the backs of of translators and and you know i know this stuff kind of takes a while but they are taking it does seem like they're taking a while to release four because i could have sworn like three years ago i read something about them releasing part four here and Maybe this means they're finally gonna do. They're finally gonna release something soon. Um,
2: well, I think they did announce recently. I I don't necessarily like think it's part of the the same hardcover releases that they've been doing because the trade dress looks a lot different. But they oh, have shown the first like volumes of of part four that are going to be coming out. Four is
0: really cool, and I think that would be cool to do for Manga Club more so than three, even because. I don't know. It's just it, it, I feel like it's something that that less people will have read, but it's still just as compelling as, as three. I think. Um, in many let's ways, let's see.
2: Maybe we should just see when part four is going to come out and yeah. we should pencil that in. Yeah,
0: and then we can watch the movie.
2: Yes. Um, or beforehand, we can watch it. So here's a question. I, this is maybe a big leap, but it does definitely seem that JoJo is getting more popular in America uh-huh. and gaining more traction do you think that this is like a sign that maybe we might start getting current jojo stuff over here in america
0: like the like like up to date yeah oh damn i mean i just i'm not sure because jojo's so weird in that each part is basically another story and like you could almost just read different parts but it wouldn't really right. make a hundred percent sense
1: also the most recent stuff isn't like i mean i haven't read it like you have emily um, i haven't
0: read party yet but party Party is ongoing
1: but it's also like i I get the impression that it's not
0: it's also sane oh like party um i mean like probably just among like hardcore
1: not as big as it used to Mm. be
0: Sure. maybe not I mean like part 3 was probably the peak of if anybody in the US is going to know about a part of Jojo they're going to know about part 3 right yeah I mean I think I hope they at least release up through part 7 here I don't see why they wouldn't they've released way less popular things <laughs> in, in its entirety here so
2: yeah I'm just thinking like in terms of the things that they are bringing over in, in com-
0: compilation or I, and,
2: well we're just like With the vault and how many things that we are getting that we weren't previously simultaneously, like I I could totally see a situation where just one day, even though it's is I could see a situation where even before they start dropping in like four, five, six, et cetera, where they just jump all of eight in there and then we get it sim- simultaneously from there on that out. would be
0: incredible because I would love to talk about part seven on here and part six part six seven and three are my favorites part seven and six are probably like the weirdest and I've written about this a little bit I've written about this a little bit on Twitter but part six and seven are some of the weirdest stuff I've like ever read period or like ever seen in anything and it's just like it's weird in this really weird, comp- like strange, compelling way. they like, even just explaining it to people, they're like, oh, what is that? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> the president, the, the like eight, 19th century president, fake president is a character in Seven. He's the main villain. Like it's, it's crazy. Like, like part Seven is like a, it's like a cross country race on horseback to, to collect. Um, it's the wacky races. Well, maybe I shouldn't say what, what the actual goal is. But yeah, like it, it's it's insane. I, I can't, I, I I, don't know. I feel like I do it an injustice by like even trying to explain some of these powers and stuff that, that take place. But like, it, it's almost like it almost makes parts one and two look like normal, like, I don't know, like mainstream fiction or something <laughs> like something. Which remodeling. they're not. <laughs> they aren't. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, it's almost like it takes place in a different universe. And like Iraqi has, has tapped into like eldritch energy to create these this like super <laughs> insane stuff like he's not thinking geometrically anymore that's the best way i can think to put it but yeah i so so long story short i, I would love to see all of jojo <laughs> translated even if they even if they keep the stupid name changes which i
1: going back to the last Sayuki, <laughs> like if if you read jojo's bizarre adventure you like start to feel your third eye open. you do and you, and once you finish once you past part, like six
0: once you finish part six your third eye has opened completely and like part five starts to open it and then six by the end you have started to see you started to perceive the the form of the unknown
1: you've become cosmically and aware
0: by seven you don't even know you've perceived it and you're just like starting to understand these deep concepts <laughs> um <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's very cool.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they eventually do do it. And like I said, um though uh they have been known to at least the official translations and I guess I kind of understand why they do this, but they've been known to change a lot of the stand names and I kind of hate it because it's just it's just names that because a lot of the stands are named after musicians and bands and I guess they just don't want to deal with litigation at all and they're just scared, it's but like
1: dumb. It would be it would be pointless litigation, but whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just so and then, and it's not like I wouldn't buy it, but it is one of those things that I do kind of understand because like they say stand names so much, and the stand names are usually cool, right? And
2: I, I'm looking at chapter titles for part six, and I see <laughs> I see Goo Goo Dolls, Marilyn Manson, Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
0: That's all gonna change probably. Except for Foo Fighters, they might just change that to FF, but that's still stupid. That doesn't really
1: <laughs> yo yo <don't> ma.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marilyn Manson's a pretty cool stand. I remember that one. I think it like it's it's this weird one that like exacts a price from you or something. Like it's it's very strange. Like I I I was gonna try to explain it, but even now I'm like struggling because it's kind of like. There's a, pow- there's a stand power in 4 that's, like, infamously hard to explain if you don't know what's going on and, like, I'm, I'm reaching that level. But, um, yeah, it's extremely weird. Even just reading a little bit about it, though, you know, I would say don't spoil yourself, really. But even just reading a plot summary, though, you, it might actually pique your interest because it's just so, oh. it's so weird.
2: I would love to get to it eventually. I've been, like, trying to catch up on the anime just because it's until now been, like, the most easily accessible thing, um, which is up to five and I'm not nearly there yet. But um...
0: It's so funny because like with five, there's also an ability that a lot of people don't understand. And so like online, if you look at like communities, it's just like all the hot topics are just like, can someone please explain Diablo's power? Who can explain this? Please can someone explain in five sentences or less? What is this this guy's power kind of thing? And yeah, but it's still, it's, it's a wildly entertaining series. It's great.
1: So we have that yeah. to look forward to, perhaps in the near future, perhaps not. We'll see. Oh, I hope so. But for next month, uh, as we mentioned, we'll be reading Your Lie in April. Um, I believe I forgot to mention that it is written and I believe also drawn by Naoshi Arakawa. Um, yeah. Look forward to talking about that with you guys next month and checking in with further developments in our favorite stories. Yep um yeah. until then also oh
2: also samurai 8 starting sometime this month
1: sometime yeah we got like a very brief preview of it
0: yeah
1: um like five pages
0: yeah it wasn't really it wasn't even really like a preview chapter it was just kind of like here's a scene and this is what it's going to be about kind of right
1: yeah it was just kind of like here is the hook yeah sort of
0: i'll check it out
1: yeah Though I'm a bit disappointed that uh is not actually drawing it.
0: Right. I think he's just kinda like the the equivalent of like producing it.
1: Well, I think this is more involved than uh, he might be in like Boruto. In Boruto? Yeah. Because Bor- Boruto is more like his he's in a similar role with like Toriyama in Super, I believe, where he's like Super giving line. giving yeah, he's giving like the plot the basic plot outline. Yeah. But not like writing scene to scene he can do that I now. Think. he's
0: killed himself making naruto so
1: yeah so
0: hopefully oda can learn from this <laughs> and take breaks and not please don't work yourself to death oda
1: please
2: are you ready for the like 1000 chapter follow-up to one piece
0: oh, no <laughs> i hope oda just retires he's he's he jokes about in like the the back of the magazine he jokes about like not sleeping a lot and how his doctor's like his Doctors telling me that uh gotta like, do things for my health and stuff, and I'm like, Oda, please on, don't do it. Crunch crunch oh. is bad. Don't. Oh. So we'll see. I just I want. It's okay. Like I wish I wish manga could come out less frequently so that these creators can sleep. But yeah.
1: And so we'll talk about that probably next month. Uh, until then, you can find all of us on twitter i am at goodbye to a shoe
0: i am at cosmos of course and
2: i am at wilker fox
1: so we'll see you guys all next month